Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany, and I'm sitting here with my husband and co-host, Anthony. Back from fall break. Back from fall break. We had two and a half weeks. It was like 18 days of fall break. That was so long. So I never thought I would say this or think this, but I'm glad to be back on the pod because yes. knowing we knew like, all right, fall break's happening. We have a lot going on. We're going to take some time away, yeah. right? Knowing that we weren't going to talk and then... It seemed like the idea, like, oh, this would be something cool to talk about on the podcast. So we should talk about this podcast, but we weren't recording. But it's like, there's some weeks when, obviously, we know we're going to record, and we're like, fuck, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, there's- no, we have too much to talk about today. Things were happening. So things were happening. We had two and a half weeks off. Bethany had a birthday. We had a lot, a lot of things happen. So we're just going to take you on this- It's a journey. Journey of us, of with us. An 18-day journey. Right um but yeah shout out to all the parents that made it through fall break um i don't know how i feel about the longer year-round school because summer is nice yeah summer ends a little i don't know if summer what do you, what do you think about it? i love summer it's short <laughs> it's only like barely but too much it was almost too short though because it was like ended in may you're like oh and then july you're like oh shit we have to get everything yeah. to school because they yeah. start in july i liked it it was great and then i like all the breaks throughout the year, but def- this was the first break where I was like, okay, I'm ready for the kids to go back. But it took me until like two days before we were going back for me to be ready. So yeah, the kids, the kids were on go mode. I mean, we tried letting them stay up past midnight, mm-hmm. um, hoping they would sleep in past 7 a.m. Never happens. There's always one kid that. No, honestly, they would wake up earlier when no, they stayed up later. We we tried. We tried a lot of. Th- hey, we even went. This was the first break you and I like went to bed and we're like, all right, kids, good night. Yeah. We, we've always talked about like when they're like teenagers, like we're just supposed to go to bed. Like, yeah, because we, we have a routine. We put every kid to bed. Broken stays up reading and then we do our thing. But so glad they're back in school. Yes. Except for it was kind of depressing how sad Ellis was today because she's been with them, you know, for the past few weeks, every single day, all day long. And it was so cute when they got home. She like ran outside in her diaper and she's like, the big three, Brock, I missed you. And like Yogi's going out there and licking them and hugging them. And it was so cute. She definitely, definitely enjoyed fall break. Yeah, she loved but every second of the Let's take them back. Fall break started. Mm-hmm. We uh, went up to Strawberry. Yeah. It's multi, multiple times a year we do that shit we we were going to strawberry we started going to strawberry when we couldn't even afford to go to strawberry yeah well because they were so nice and would always invite us to, up to the strawberry inn for free so like the first time we went was for deuce's birthday so you know six and a half years ago and we fell in love with it and so yeah we go every year to the strawberry inn and it started out they just had like a motel but now they have a bunch of cabins and stuff so we have a cabin that we stay in and it has a hot tub and it's so beautiful up there and we always go exploring. There's lots of rivers and creeks nearby and you guys, we were exploring by the East Verde River and just letting the kids roam and pick up sticks and throw rocks in the river and all that good stuff. First of all, Ellis is a city girl. She hated every second of it. She didn't like the bugs. She didn't like the dirt. She didn't like the water. She didn't like the the way the leaves crunched under her feet. She didn't like the way that the wind was blowing in her face. Like she just 
hated every second of it. And she kept saying, can we go home? Can we go home? Yeah. Can we watch Bluey? Yeah. So um, she's just like Mama, which is great. All the other kids loved it so much. Um, I will say, though, you did tough it out. You were out there I had Walking so much fun. Tree branches. Oh yeah. No, I I thoroughly enjoy it. But like, am I ever gonna pick to do that over like staying at a resort? Probably not. But like, I know how much the kids love it, so I love it. Um, Ellis doesn't share the same sentiment yet. But we were walking through the forest, and I saw an animal, and I want it was about the size of like a small cat or a huge bunny, and I saw it like leap into this area that I didn't know was a cave <laughs> at that point. I, it just looked like a bunch of like branches and stuff. Right, and right. so I was like, oh, there's an animal. Like, let's go see it. And I'm like leading the kids. And I said, oh, yeah, let's go look at the wild animal. I said, I'm going to stay back here, Alice. Go ahead, stay with me. We're like five feet from each other. Yeah. So nothing crazy. So we keep walking and I look and I see that it's like an opening to a cave. And the size of the animal I just saw I see a face that's bigger than that, bigger and looking like a full ass tiger, except for it was like tan. And I was but like the face, like a big ass face that looked like a big old cat. And I was like, holy shit, I think that's a bobcat or a mountain lion or something. So I like grabbed the kids and I was like, slowly, let's go back. Let's turn around and let's get the fuck out of here. Luckily, we were like pretty far from it still, but it definitely was looking at us like, are they going to come over here? And even scarier that it was definitely a mama because I saw the baby for sure. And we got out of there. Yeah. So like I said, I stayed back. So I yeah. didn't see any of it. But I and the, I'm the, not the not terror, to make it political, but I am not pro gun. And that made me think I'm never coming back into the forest without a gun. Ever, ever, ever. That but, was terrifying. But when you turned the the just terror look on your face. Yeah. I was like, all right, she's not playing whether she saw bobcat mountain whatever it was we're out of here and yeah that was the end of the adventures for that trip yeah we had a good two hours and then we went back to the safety and comfort of indoors and then the most outdoorsy thing we did after that was go in the hot tub (laughs) and we always make the mistake of going up there during the week when like everything's closed so there was only one restaurant open to eat at and we went and Deuce did karaoke again. And if you remember last time we went to Strawberry, he wanted to do it so bad, but he was so nervous and scared. And it was actually at a different restaurant, but he was so nervous and scared. So I did it with him. And we I think we talked about it on the podcast because like I was so nervous to like sing in front of people again after all these years. And so, yeah, Deuce did karaoke all by himself, sang in front of a restaurant full of people, had the whole place clapping for him. He did so good. It was so cute. They were giving him money. They were giving him money. It was adorable. And then I also sang a song by myself in front of all these people. And that video will never be released to the light of day. But Deuce was super cute. And it was fun to do that with him. And I was like, dang, we've come a long way since the last time we were here when we were both up there shaking in our boots together yeah strawberry was great if you ever are looking for someplace to go that's like an hour and a half from the valley but you get cooler weather it snows there in the winter so fun stay at the strawberry inn just maybe don't go exploring into the forest by the way that was nowhere near the inn we drove like 20 minutes to get to that spot where we started exploring okay moving on what did we do next on fall break we came home well the reason we had actually decided to go to strawberry was because for your birthday, you want to go to Disneyland mm-hmm. every year like clockwork. But this year we decided, because, you know, the last Disney trip, we, we said it was hot. The kids were miserable. I ended up leaving. 
we said how well not we you said how do we make this disney trip more enjoyable right so you decided hey i just want to take the big kids meaning the big two well, yeah. well, actually, the big three. We, I said I want to take the big three. And then Deuce decided that he would wanted to stay home with the babies. Right. But you said the big three. Yeah. And we were like, hey, Deuce, if you want to come, that's great. But we're riding all the rides. Mm-hmm. Tower of Terror, Incredicoaster, the rides you hate. Guardians. Oh, yeah. She not know. Tower of Terror. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to do all these rides. And we're not bringing anyone with us this time. Mm-hmm. So that way you can sit it out. Like the babies were going to my mom's. Bro was like... Oh, yeah, I don't want to go on the ride. So he decided to stay with my mom as well. So we go to Disneyland. No, no babies. Best Disney trip we've ever had. It was almost too easy. It was so easy. So fun. I can't even like explain to you guys. I've never had a more enjoyable Disney trip. Well, one thing I hate about Disneyland, and I've never complained about this, is the stroller situation. Yeah. Because you'll park your stroller somewhere and, you know, people will get off rides, the the stroller spaces become more available. The workers will move your shit to make mm-hmm. more space. So you come off a ride, go to where your stroller was. And then was. after every ride, you have to go back to the stroller parking lot. And right. like, oh, it's so annoying. And for some rides, there's not park stroller parking just right there. You got to like walk a, yeah. a bit. So that's just one thing on top of, you know, making sure the kids stay with you. It's a small world. I, I love the ride because I love to get a nap. But the kids complain through that whole line. There's no shade. There's... You know, it's a slow ride. Yeah. The parking's up the hill. And so you you go through all this. Well, it's funny when we started talking about the stroller parking, the first ride I thought of was it's a small right. world. How fucking So you go through all that. The, you, the ride's cool. It's indoor. It's cool. Yeah. You get to chill. Taking You always take a nap. I, fa- I fall asleep on that ride every time. <laughs> but then afterwards, you're like, all right, now I got to go find the stroller. Not having to deal with any of that was like, all right, I... I'm almost enjoying this too much. Yeah. We were just go, go, go. And we were like, we've never done this before where we were like, oh, let's do a Disneyland ride. Okay, let's go to California Adventure. Okay, let's go back to Disneyland. Like, we've never done that because it's too hard with all the kids. And yeah, there was not one complaint from the children. They were just, and it wasn't like, I'm hungry. Like, it was like, dad can have a churro. Like, stuff like that. It's just so much more grown up and fun. So if you have older kids, highly recommend taking them. But then even like... Dump the kids at a safe haven for the weekend. <laughs> With the babies, you know, you see a character, you're like, you have to like, oh, look, there's Mickey Mouse. And you got to kind yeah. of just like act a bit, act like you're excited to see Minnie Mouse. I don't give a fuck about that. But because I know Alice loves these characters, you know, there was none of that. But like, you want to take yeah. a picture? Nope. Let's just go on rides. Yeah. So we brought in your 29th birthday at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. How was that? It was so fun. It was an amazing day. We had the scariest experience, though, on the Ferris wheel. Like, it's never almost, like, flipped for us. I swear to God, I was scared it was going to do a loop-to-loop. But, yeah, it was so fun, and I'm so grateful for what an amazing time we had. <laughs> All right. I'm going to – you said the scariest time. I'll explain what happened. Okay. On the Ferris wheel, it, the swinging gondolas, right? hmm You get one good – spin around the loop where your fucking gondola swings crazy typically the second time around you it's a little less swingy because i don't know it's i thought it was designed that way well when we were on it this trip we or it's like the first time's easy and then the second time spinning but But there's always like an easy round right one one where you're just up there swinging crazy the next round kind of swinging 
We got it both times. Yeah. And but like more intense than it's ever happened before. Well, we but got I think it's because we always have like eight people in there. Maybe. And this time it was only four. But we were swinging at the top, very top of the Ferris wheel. So I was like, babe, I don't think we've ever been this high up here. I've never just been chilling. like, let me off this ride. Let me off. Like I was so scared. And I posted a video to Instagram of the girls like freaking out. But I literally had to turn the camera off because I was freaking out so hard. So yeah, besides that great trip i was actually surprised so like bethany always wants to stay on property or we get an airbnb because there's so many of us i was like babe let's just go to like some simple hotel you know nothing too fancy you agreed we, it was still close to disneyland i actually liked it it was, was the cambria i would stay there again i don't think you would though yeah it was, i like, liked it like <laughs> it's your fault the, my taste is all you and it was, it was a it was nice no complaints but it just it was just that <laughs> it was just nothing special but we get back home and i remember you bringing this up like a few weeks before you were like hey kendall's brother plays in a band yeah uh, he's got they got a show here do you want to go and i was like well what's the band and what what's the band name? so bishop briggs she's a singer and Bo, kendall's brother is her drummer and she was so the is that win- not a band. She's a win. She, well, she's a singer, but like she was the winner of the Mask Singer. And I know a bunch of her songs from, or I know like a few of her songs from TikTok and the radio. You guys would recognize at least one of her songs from the radio. But it, it's not like we listen to her religiously or anything. So I was like, I don't know. Like, should we go? How I even found I out about it to them one time in my life. I would say that. How I found out about it though was Live Nation emailed us asking if we wanted tickets and so then when Kendall was like oh we're going because you know my brother's the drummer whatever I was like oh my gosh that'll be so fun like let's do it but then Live Nation never sent us the tickets so after I told them yes so Kendall ended up just giving us like tickets from her family and what were your thoughts of the show well we didn't put it on the calendar yeah we forgot so (laughs) within a month or so Bethany and I finally created a shared calendar because it's great every sunday what would happen is i'd be like babe what's on the docket this week and she'd go through every day and i remember monday tuesday but i wouldn't remember wednesday thursday friday so then come tuesday i'm like babe what's on the docket for the next week but i for some reason i remember like two days at a time so finally you created a shared calendar Mm -hmm. so i know everything that's happening this wasn't on the calendar so we get home and i totally forgot about that we were just gonna chill and you're like hey uh forgot about this concert do you still want to go and i was like if you want to go and you want me to go, I will go. Mm-hmm. And so I figured I, I looked up them on whatever streaming music platform. And I was like, oh, I recognize one song from TikTok. Yeah. So, you know, I had to put my Amityville horror shirt on because <laughs> when I go do white people shit, that's the shirt I like to wear. You get lots of compliments. First on guy it. at the door. I love your shirt, bro. <laughs> I'm dead. Anyways, I thought it was so fucking fun. Like that made me realize that no matter what Anthony and I do, we can go to a freaking concert that we don't know. Like even the first, the there was a, a performance before Bishop Briggs came on. We were rocking out to them too. Like no matter what we do, we have so much fun together. And I had a blast. We were just, you know, dancing and singing, even though we didn't know the words and laughing and having a blast together. I, I have to agree with you. Um, I'm someone that's very like, I listen to rap and R&B and that's it. And, yeah. Um, but I was like, look, 
we'll go support. The music was good. It the was. Music, I have have I gone? Did I add them to my Apple Music? No, but but and Bo was so good too as a drummer. I was like, we kept being like, oh my god, he's so good, like all night. I mean, my drummer expertise is very limited, so I, yeah, you you would know a good drummer. Yeah, if, no, he's good. I think I'm a good drummer sometimes. <laughs> but the music have you was, ever tried to like? You know, pick up some drumsticks and go. Yeah, my brother had a drum set when we were kids, out. but it just you know it just wasn't for me. I would I've of all the instruments I've tried to play, I could never get the hang of the drums. Hannah can play the drums. I've never been able to. The feet and hand thing, I can't. They can't be doing opposite things for me. It's <laughs> it's too hard. But the show was great. They yeah. the music was great. They're very talented, and I think that as I get older, I just want good music good whatever it is it'd be good so i'm and getting like i'm the, getting out of that the people that you're with like kendall and zach are always so fun to hang out with you're always so fun to hang out with so it's like as long as the vibes are good like we're gonna have fun no matter what but you went to carrie underwood earlier this was it this year or last year this year yeah early this year and you're like do you want to go and i was like hell no i don't want to go to carrie underwood like yeah no, it's not my kind of music. But And I was like, well, I haven't listened to her in years either, but like I grew up listening to her, so I feel like it could still be fun. And it was so much fun. And I was like, you missed out. You would have loved right, it. Right, but I, I had to get out of my own head and just yeah. be like, look, whether I know the artist or whoever's performing or not, if they're good and I have good company with me, it's going to be a good time. But also for me, what changed it is the girls are getting older. Our kids are getting older, mm-hmm. but our girls like artists and... They're going to want to go to concerts soon, and I want to be there. And so I just had yeah. to kind of put, all right, it, doesn't, it may not be for you, but you can still have a good time. It was a great night. Yeah. I got lots of compliments on my shirt. <laughs> so what did we do two nights later? Do you remember? What did we do two nights? No, I don't remember. So a, re- a local restaurant called Moxie's emailed me, and they were like, hey, Mark Wahlberg is throwing an event at our restaurant. We would love to have you. And I was like, what the fuck? Mark Wahlberg? Like Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg? Like Marky Mark? Like daddy's home? Like (laughs) that Marky Mark? They're like, yes, that's who we're talking about. So anyways, Anthony and I went to Moxie's in Scottsdale and Mark Wahlberg was there. You want to talk about your bro moment with him? So I think it's funny because I think Mark Wahlberg to you is a different Mark Wahlberg to me because you named a few movies that he was in. Invincible. I'm Invincible, Step that, Brothers. Invincible was the first movie I ever saw with him. But Step, Step Brothers. Mark Wahlberg is in that. He is? Yeah. He's one of the Step Brothers. No, that's Will Ferrell. I mean, not Step Brothers. Four Brothers. My fault. I was like, what? My fault. That's my fault. <laughs> Four Brothers. I was like, you're getting confused with Daddy's home. <laughs> but it's just funny how... I love Donnie Wahlberg, too. Uh, do you, I don't know who that is. I love the Wahlbergs. Who's Donnie? His brother. Oh. But, you know, Wahlberg is a big Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. And... I'm also a big Eagles fan. I just don't have the luxury of the millions, the notoriety that, you know, he does, you know. One day I'd love to watch a, mo- a game with Kevin Hart, but that's neither. Not important. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I got to rock an Eagles cap. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you wore it on purpose. Well, once You're I just found- always wearing an Eagles hat, so I didn't think it was like anything different than normal. Well, once I found out that there was no dress code, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck it. Like, yeah. Now, I do wear a lot of hats that are small businesses my friends so you probably don't even know this but like if we're going somewhere and there may be a photo op i like to wear those brands because i always love the support and, and put them on you know mm-hmm. but i was like i'm gonna wear an eagles an eagles cap just because i know we have that in common tequila eagles <laughs> 
the event was cool. It was yeah, a, it was to promote his tequila brand. In that restaurant, yeah. right? It was cool, um, but he walked in and security is around him. They do like a, a straight line to the bar. Mm-hmm. We're, there's, there's rows of tables. We're second row of tables away yeah. from them. Like four feet from him. Yeah, Bethany's got the camera out. And, you know, I, I have, I'm drinking. Bethany's like, I'm going to go take a picture. And I was like, go ahead. I put my glass up like a cheers. He looks at me. He stops in his tracks. He stops, points at the hat and like does like a salute. And I'm like, hey, go bird. You know, we had like a little bro moment. We looked each other in the eye. You were the only person he stopped and like yeah, looked at and, and like then, kind of pointed at. And then he stopped, did his little eagles thing. He walked right into work mode. They, you know, they're shooting content with yeah. bottles. Yeah. So, hey, Mark Wahlberg jumped up my list. Also, I will say... I tried the tequila and loved it. It was so smooth. So I might need to get a bottle of that. The tequila was very good. It was. But uh, the reposado. I don't think I've ever had a tequila that I don't like unless that's <laughs> I'm dead. I don't like Patron. Kirkland. Patron. <laughs> Patron and Sam's Club Costco brands. Yeah, you're done with it. But yeah, we so the event happened and there was a lot of uh because it wasn't all influencers so what, what would the word be of the melting pot of people that were there it was a lot of business owners a lot of like local millionaires that like i don't know but like there was invited radio to shit, hosts. like socialites so it was a lot of just like local people that yeah. are on the scene so we got to interact with our favorite radio host and it was it was a good night we yeah. you and i because very early on we were like all right should we leave yeah mark Came out. So the event was at from seven six forty five to ten. What was the official time? Six forty five to ten, and okay. we got there at six fifteen, and we were like, "Should should we go in?" But then there was a lot of people in there already, and I was like, "Let's just go in." We went in. Five minutes later, he comes out. Right. So before the even the vet even started, that's when you had your like moment with him. So then after that was over, it was six forty five. The event's about to start, and he left. Yeah, he was already gone. So we were like, "What the fuck?" So like, are we gonna leave? Like, what should we do? We ended up staying and talking to. Like Anthony said, one of our friends that is on 96.9, Priscilla. And we talked to her for like a few hours. And then Mark ended up coming back out. And yeah, so it was fun. And then all like all of, all around, great night. Oh, yeah. Loved it. Didn't get a picture with him, but that's fine. Um, I looked him in his eyes. So <laughs> that memory. whole week, like we had those two events at night. But that whole week during the day, we were just like really honed in on family time and doing fun things with the kids. We went to the Arizona State Fair. We had lots of family time and honestly, it was so fun. Every single day we were just having fun and the kids were never bored. We were always doing something. And I think that is though why I was like at the end of that week, I was like, all right, right. When we, the kids going back to school. I, I don't think we intentionally were like, all right, we got, let's just focus on family time. It just happened that way. Yeah. And one thing I noticed, and maybe it's because we have so many kids or maybe other parents can relate to this, but at school, right? Every we have four kids in school. They've got their friends. They got their grade level friends. So the the kids were kind of getting in this like, oh, you're annoying, or because you know one kid will try to hang out with the other kid. And yeah. So they were started fight like fighting with each other at school. Not fighting, but like being annoyed like with a, each other. Like, like, like they'd get in and the, drama. Yeah, they'd get home. They'd be like, today at school, so and so came up to my friends and he was they were trying to play with us and like i didn't want them to so i told them not to and then the other kids was like they were so mean to right. me at recess and i'm like oh my god it was getting kind of like, like you have to be nice right. to each other but this trip they definitely their their bonds with each other this break definitely this trip <laughs> yeah this whole whatever it is 
but they got closer and so it was cool as a parent to see we started seeing it in strawberry we were like oh my god like they're bonding so much like it was so cute and then yeah throughout the whole break they were just you could they're inseparable doing things together yeah arts and crafts imagination and so we had we had a conversation before school started and i was like look guys like yesterday we hope you guys had a great fall break and you know it's been amazing to see everything you guys have done together so when you guys go back to school we're not asking you guys to be buddy buddy and hang out with each other all the time but still show each other some love yeah and be nice be nice and so hopefully hopefully that continues but the grand what you were waiting for yeah i've been waiting for this for two months (laughs) so the grand finale to fall break i was gonna say summer break was that we rented this fat house in Fountain Hills, which is like about 30 minutes from our house, but it's like basically in the middle of the desert and it's just mansion after mansion after mansion out there. It's on top of hills. Gorgeous. So you're like on top of hills. Yeah. You everywhere valley. you look, it's an incredible view. And so we rented this house and the plan was the first night my friends were throwing me a dinner, a birthday dinner, because I had had a birthday dinner on October 1st with a bunch of my friends and our family and like Anthony's Theo's and all that. But all of my friend, literally every single one of my friends was out of town. Um, like most of my influencer friends and then like our group, a lot of them aren't influencers, but like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. They were all out of town. So they were like, let's do something on October 14th. So I think that's important though, because a lot of people will message you like, do you have any regular friends? And it's like, yes, I do. But my regular friends, we don't like to have our like, we yeah. hang out, cameras yeah. cameras down. And so when you're around your influencer friends, you guys do this for a living. So of course there's more content, there's yeah. more videos. We post more about it and stuff like that. And then yeah, there's like a lot, I, I have friends that don't feel comfortable being on camera. They don't want to make TikToks and they don't want me to like post about them on stories. So it's like more private and I love and appreciate that for them. So yeah, I always get, or people will be like, how come it seems like you're not friends with, it? like for example, Nadej, they'll be like, how come you're not friends with Nadej anymore? And it's like, I talk to her, all the time we hang out a lot i just don't post about it every time like i don't know it's just different but even with my influencer friends like we'll hang out and just not post about it like not everything's posted online no but what i'm saying is you'll put a story like at dinner and yeah and kendo will put a story and then yeah this person so it's like combined with your follower account a lot of people Are saw that it. story yeah where it's when we're out with dominic and michaela we're just hanging out like they don't care yeah. they're not well, I'm trying to think at my dinner on Friday that, or on Saturday, that was like all my quote unquote influencer friends. Only three of us are influencers. And then there was four that weren't. And then all of our husbands. But the, you know? the friends that aren't influencers, you met them through, through my influencer. influencer friends. So that's exactly. to me. Those exactly. are your influencer friends. Yeah. And then there's the friends that we met IRL. Well, yeah, through you. And the days I technically met through Instagram, too. No, that's through me. Okay, kinda. That's through me. Kinda, kinda, because your best friend from high school married a girl. That's was best. That's that was best friends with her. Yeah. Okay. Technically, but we still technically met through Instagram when I want to give away for free lashes, (laughs) which is kind of crazy. But anyway, so now we did the all of my friends I've met through Instagram. (laughs) I would have nothing without them. Okay. So, anyways, the point is, we had the best night ever. We had this most magical, we had the most magical dinner poolside with the sunset in the background and the hills and the stars above us. And it was amazing. And a few of the girls and their husbands spent the night at the house and we stayed up all night 
just having a freaking blast and it made me feel young again and like we didn't get any nights like that when we were like in college or high school or at least I didn't so it's fun to just like have a big sleepover with my friends except for technically not a sleepover because you and I slept in our own bedroom yeah I don't that was not a there was no sleeping bags Um, yeah, it was a, a great night. Uh, Kendall, and a big thank you to Kendall and Alexa and Kendall, Anthony. Alexa and myself, um, kind of planned it, put it together. Yeah. Uh, Bethany loves surprises. No, no, no incorrect. Beth. Let me, let me correct you for one second. I've never been surprised in my life because I am, I can be type A and I am a big planner. I plan everything. Every single date night we've ever had, every party the kids have ever had, you will lend a hand but i am spearheading planning and for this event i was like i really don't want to have to be stressed and worried about planning it okay i'll, I'll take i'll take surprise back yeah I, and you tell me the word that i want to use here because you know, i don't know really know words that well <laughs> but you were planning it with them yes and you were going back and forth on what, what it should be and you were kind of stressed out about it. and i was like babe like it's your birthday party. what are you stressed about yeah you're like, I don't know, like just, and I was like, okay, well, why don't you let me step in for you? Mm-hmm. I know you well enough to know what, to speak on your behalf. Yeah. So I, I feel comfortable in that because you are, like you said, you are the planner. If there's a, a there's a party that happens, whether it's for our kids, my mom, or whoever it may be, a friend, you take initiative and you plan and you always say like oh i wish someone would throw me a party and i yeah. and i i'm not the type of person to throw a party so i'm like ha yeah Matt, i wish someone would throw you a party too you know <laughs> because i just that's just not me yeah and i if i took on that role there would be plastic tables with a hundred percent dollar yeah. store tablecloth i'm i don't i don't do this shit no so literally the perfect combination was you and kendall doing right it. so i stepped in kendall's extra and i know what you like yeah and so they we, they put it together. It was it was pretty awesome. I could tell you were having fun. Um, shit, I was having fun. Mm-hmm. And it, when we go through these moments, because I've come on record and been like, "Yo, I don't like influencer husbands. I don't really, you know." And, I, and I've said things like this, but like the concert thing, I I get out of my own head. I get out of my shell, and we had a great night. And those influencer husbands even if they're not influencers but they're part of that group those motherfuckers are moving up the ladder you know like this you like them <laughs> i think you like them yeah there, there's some and i'm like look like jay jay riding we probably have nothing in common at our roots but we get together and we have a fucking blast i've never seen two people have more fun than you and jay he matches <laughs> yeah like, he I, matches the energy like everyone knows i love karaoke mm-hmm. zach highs do he's kind of a shy guy He'll do karaoke, but he's not really you like. You have to literally force him. Right. Me and Jay, we didn't even, the karaoke machine was dead and him and I were just duetting. <laughs> I'm like, this is my kind of guy. Yeah. You, you need a Zach in your life for some reason. You need a Jay for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then the next day we wake up, clean up all of our messes and my in-laws, my, my sister-in-laws, my mother and father-in-law, my kids all came the kids were literally like Deuce walked in. He's like, I needed this. I needed this. Like they, they were like, this house is incredible. And we basically, we had a chef come make dinner be, or we had a chef come make lunch because it was my mother-in-law's birthday that day. She turned 44. She's getting old. No, I'm just kidding. She's literally the age of some mothers. She's the age of Kourtney Kardashian who's <laughs> pregnant right now. Uh, no, literally I have friends that are closer in age to her than me. <laughs> I think one of your friends was like, how old is your mother-in-law? Oh my God, she's closer to me than you yeah. are. 
so funny. So yeah, we had a chef come make Mexican food for lunch. That way we didn't have to cook and it was magical. We swam the afternoon away. We hot tubbed all night. The kids had a freaking blast and it was the perfect end to fall break to spend it as a family with the people that we love the most in the world. And yeah, what what a journey of 18 days. So honest question on the mic because every year, maybe not every year, but you're always like something goes wrong or Anthony, you do something that pisses me off. Rate every rate year 29. Since, every year since I've turned 18 on my birthday, you've made me cry. But I just want to say from 18 to 20, some of the things you cried about, you wouldn't oh, cry I about cry, them today. Oh, no. I cry about, well, first of all, a lot of the times I was unmedicated unmedic- with anxiety and depression. So, yeah, you could blink twice and I only wanted you to blink once and I would start crying. But for whatever reason, you would cry. And then I'm like, come on now. like. I think the other thing, too, was like I've always had high standards and unrealistic expectations for things but I've never been good at communicating. And so even when I was a kid, I honestly, I've probably cried every year since my first birthday. And it would be something as simple as like my birthday was on a Wednesday. And if you're a pastor's kid, you know that Wednesdays means that you're going to be at church and, or if you even go to church, but we would get to the school at 7am school would end at three and the school and the church are in the same building. Then I would go to basketball practice That would end at five and then church starts at six and then it gets over at nine. And that whole day was my birthday. And I told my parents like, aren't we going to do anything fun for my birthday? And they were like, no, like it's church. Like we're not doing anything fun. And I would just be like crying. One year my boyfriend cheated on me on my birthday. That was cool when I was 14. Um, Anyways, I've always like just not had the best birthdays. 29 was fucking it. 29 was the year that like I didn't cry, didn't have any like existential crises or worries. All of my needs were met. All of my wants were met. And also like, I just feel like I've gotten better at communicating what I need. You know, um, so many of my birthdays, we were broke AF. Like I, it's not like I was expecting presents or anything, but it would be something as simple as like, I would have loved flowers or I would have loved like you to just spill compliments to me all day. And like when those things didn't happen, I would be upset and you'd be like, I don't understand why you're mad. And it's like, yeah, because I didn't tell you what I needed. So, of course, I'm upset and you're confused. Yeah. For the longest time for me, it was so hard because, you know, for me, birthdays and Christmas were really the only time you could for me. I could ask for something out of the ordinary. Yeah. And so I always birthdays are a day when you get that gift that you really want. And so for so many years, we couldn't afford a gift that you would have wanted and so but all the like all the extra stuff just like the the small things that i was i didn't was not used to or never had to do or didn't even know i was wasn't even aware of them so it took a long time to get to the point where it's like all right birthdays christmas it's not about the gift or a, a present it's more than that but for me it was like oh well i bought you this purse you wanted and that should be enough but it's just evolving as a human being and learning. I remember for my 19th birthday, I had just had Brooklyn like oh, less than a month before. And, no, exactly a month Do the before. the math. Exactly. September to October. A month and five days before. And we would go get like free breakfast, free lunch, free dinner at places where you could get stuff for free on your birthday. 
and we were we had to get gas on Gilbert and Baseline and then we were headed to Joe's barbecue and we only had like 30 bucks in our or no we had like was, 50 bucks it was fries on Alma's school in Maine no it wasn't it was when, fries on Gilbert and Baseline when it took the hold on the credit card no I remember specifically because we were in the parking lot with the McDonald's anyways whatever you're wrong he's shaking his head at me the point is we were on our way to Joe's barbecue and I could get a free meal for my birthday and I was so excited, but we would still have to pay for yours. So it was like, okay, can we afford this? Can we afford your $10 meal? So we go to get gas. Gas was $30. So we had 20 left. So perfect. Except for they did a hundred dollar holds well, on our it, account. I ran it as credit. Because he ran it as credit. So we were in the negative and I was just like, you were so pissed. I was just crying because I'm like, literally nothing can go right. Like, I don't understand this. And like, by the end of the day, the money was back in there, you know? But yeah, I don't think you ate at Joe's Barbecue. I think it was just me. And then we probably shared or something. I think I shared your pulled pork or something. Yeah, just crazy how times have changed you. I'm so grateful. But um, that's that for the birthday shit, for the journey of fall break. That was your last birthday in the 20s. You're you're getting old. I know. I still got a couple 20 birthdays left. I'm going to be 30 next year. That's we're not crazy. doing a party though. It was way too stressful. What were you stressed about it? I was stressed, and I did about ten percent of the work. Ten <laughs> percent? Yeah, there were some things. Oh, I mean, shit. Twenty five. Give me twenty five percent then. Okay, all right. I was gonna say five. Oh, that's disrespectful. Oh, is it? Well, I don't know. I didn't know all the behind the scenes. I need to go through your text now. It was juicy because of me. Oh, the fuck. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's an inside joke. Never mind. All right, moving on. Um, what did we just finish last night? Babe, come on. Get it together. You gotta, okay, rephrase. You got to ask me that better. What show on Netflix that is a documentary did we finish last night? Does that help you at all? Uh, okay. Yeah, we uh, we watched the Beckham documentary yes. on Netflix. Yes. And I was actually really shocked when you asked me to if I wanted to watch that with you. Oh, really? Because sports and documentaries are my top two genres of things i would love to watch yeah but for me it was like you love sports i love pop culture david beckham and victoria beckham are the perfect combination of that but i had the wrong idea going into this documentary i it's called beckham okay they're all beckhams i thought it was going to be a documentary about their family or their marriage or the couple can I, can and I, it was going to be like David's soccer career, how they met, Posh Spice and the Spice Girls, all of that shit, which they did touch on it, but it was mostly focused on David Beckham's career. I thought the same thing, and I don't I don't know much about soccer. Like, I remember... Football. My earliest memory of who... Memory of recollection of who David Beckham is is when he did come play for LA because that was all over American sports networks because he was such a star but i don't know anything about him or about soccer but can i tell you why i think you thought that like why? Th- that the documentary would be about yeah why mess in general because you are the garcia diaries okay but who is the garcia here me you but when you talk about the garcias mm-hmm. it's both of them. you put the garcia name on yeah and that's not even your fucking name <laughs> right so you're if they let's they would never do this, but if they made a dockery, a dockery, a dockery, if they made a documentary about us, it would have to include you in it, if not, as much, if not more, than me, right? Because yeah. the Garcia Diaries is you. You built that. We are all subplots to that. 
So I think you going in and we're like, okay, Beckham, that's their family. No, David Beckham is the Beckham. Yeah. So I think that's why you thought it would be all right, about them. And it had their it had moments where it was about the wife and the kids were in there. And if, if the kids were not in there till the last oh, the, scene. At very end. And so this is my critique for it. I thought it was amazing. I learned so much. And How I do you critique a documentary? I'm going to critique it. <laughs> Are you ready? It was only four episodes, which is so short. And if don't ever put out a documentary that's four four parts and it's only one hour episodes each. If you only have four hours of content, you, you don't have enough to like give me the full experience of having a show. That it's not a show. That's like a docu. I don't know, fucking docu series, four part, but you can't call it a show. Number two, they were touching on things, but they weren't explaining them. Oh yeah. Okay, like they basically insinuated. Wait, you didn't say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. They basically insinuated that David cheated on Victoria, which everyone's known for a long time that there was rumors, but like you could see how distraught they were talking about it. So like, it seems like it was pretty much true. Okay. Well then explain to us what happened. Yeah, he and was, then they just skip over it. And I'm like, like, bruh. He was like, and that's a personal matter. We're not going to touch on that. Yeah. And then they're talking about how their kids were getting death threats and how hard it was living in Spain with all the paparazzi and in this place and that place and how their kids were like, you know, had people with cameras in there. Okay, then put your kid on a fucking mic and so I can hear their experience. They're all adults now, so I would love to hear their experience going through that as kids. That would be crazy. That would be cool. I want to know more about Posh. I want to know about Victoria. She, honestly, she's the star of the fucking show and she really gave it all up for him, just moving around the world. He would be make. He would be in the press, oh yeah, I'm moving to this team, and she would find out about it later. Like, this girl has been through it all for this man. They're adorable though. So cute. But yeah, I wanted to see their kids more. Like they didn't show the kids to the very last, ep like 10 minutes of the last episode. And I don't know. I just kind of wanted more. Which I Because I love everything I learned about his soccer career, but like I, I wanted more. But I think that's why it was actually a good watch because how many times do we finish watching something and we're like, all right, what's next? Almost all the time. Yeah. You finish a show, a documentary, whatever it may be, and you're done. This one, you could have gone 10 episodes. Oh, yeah. But that's why you're... When it ended, I was like, what the fuck? And I looked it up and it was like four episodes. And I was like, that's a fucking scam. You get me all interested and then you just shut it off. That's crazy to me. Like, it's truly crazy. And then I just also felt like it went too fast. They, it almost... it. I was almost thinking like, okay, when is going to be the peak of his career? Because it kept being like, oh, this season sucked. That team sucked. This season sucked. Oh, I got, I was horrible on this one. I did bad on. Then I was like, oh, okay. So when was it good? Oh, never. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I liked it. Um, should I know what a pitch is now? Like on the pitch, you know. So I know what a pitch is. I know what a. No, that's pretty much all I, I learned. It, it definitely, it definitely informed me. So like, I haven't watched something s sports wise that I didn't know the meat and potatoes of it maybe i maybe yeah. a couple of details i didn't know or interviewed from a certain person but i learned a lot it was a great watch so and it's like shocking to me that it's so big everywhere else in the world right and like it really isn't here but i feel like it's starting to be more oh it's soccer is definitely growing here yeah definitely growing but i was like damn like seeing the, the footage of the because the, we don't watch the world cup we don't watch soccer oh, we in, will in our house. Yeah, no, but now even like the I'm getting Euro a Miami jersey. The European League, like I I didn't had no idea about anything, but I'm like, damn, that's like the Yankees or the Dallas Cowboys is yeah. in, in, as far as comparing, but a good watch if you want to watch something that 
is kind of mindless because you don't have to follow along. They're giving you their life. But it was perfect. Sports, a little bit of pop culture. It, it met all of our met all of our needs. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Bend It Like Beckham? I haven't. Okay, we gotta watch it. That movie like shaped my childhood. I'm not even kidding. Is it like a it's a soccer movie. Um, okay. With Kira Knightley. Bend it like Beckham. No, I haven't. I've never even heard That's of it. That's how I first found out who David Beckham was. And I was all in after that. But you know, my I, cousins were soccer players and like they were all so into like Cristiano Ronaldo and like all that. So I like was aware growing up. But then like when I got with you, you weren't into soccer at all. So I kind of just, it just fell off for me. Hot take. You think a younger David Beckham is much more enduring to look at than an older David Beckham. Oh my God. We disagree on that. First of all, I, (laughs) I'm getting hot and bothered. I'm adding young David Beckham to the crush list. He was so hot. Like his long blonde hair when he was like no tattoos on him, just so athletic and like, oh my God, so hot. And like, yeah, like the tattoos are cool and he did some cool hairstyles and shit, but like, no, there's nothing better than a young David Beckham. I think you're wrong. And I... Like when he first started dating Victoria and like their their looks together, like, oh my, like their their style, I mean, holy shit, just two good looking people. I think David got aged like wine. You think he got better with time? And when we showed our kids, hey, which which version do you guys think looks better? They all They all agreed with me. I don't know. And look, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I think old man David Beckham is definitely, if, if I was in. He's cute, yeah. Oh, now you're changing your story. No, I'm saying he's cute. David, David Beckham's cute, for sure. But like young David Beckham is, how, how do you get better than that? Hmm. Disagree. And also none of the sons that are of age are comparable whatsoever. I think they all look like Victoria. They're all gorgeous kids, but like not david beckham you know see with me like i i look at these it's like sexiest man alive and i'm like that motherfucker what <laughs> you know i i the one that really threw me a loop for a loop was when like shelton won i was like huh right like he must have been promoting something i don't know i was confused anyways okay so i saw this tiktok today that was talking about normalizing body hair not it wasn't normalizing body hair it was normalizing shaving when you're a kid, normalizing shaving your kid's unibrow, normalize shaving your kid's mustache, normalize shaving your kid's legs and helping them if that's what your kid wants. Because first of all, it's like such a simple grooming thing, but like it really triggered me because I was like, oh my God, like it brought up so many memories from when I was a kid. And I remember the first time I was ever teased for my leg hair, which I had really dark leg hair. I have dark hair. Um, and it was long, it was a lot. And I wore shorts every day at my private school and I got teased for having such hairy legs and all the other girls in my class were already shaving or they had blonde hair so you couldn't see it. It like destroyed my self-confidence. It was horrible. I started wearing pants every day and never wore skirts, dresses, any of that. And I begged my parents to let me shave my legs. I begged them on my knees, like, please. I begged my friends moms to talk to my mom about it and it was a no nope not allowed it wasn't until eighth grade that I was finally allowed when I was like 13 years old and until then I just literally didn't wear anything that showed my legs because I and if I did if I had to for example choir or performing arts or whatever people would make fun of me and it's like 
ever since the girls were little, we've always told them, number one, it's normal to have hair on your body. It's normal. There's times where I'm not, I haven't shaved my legs for a few weeks. I have hair. There's times where my armpits are hairier than normal. Dad has hair from his big toe up to the noggin of his head. He's a hairy man. And in my nose. It's normal. Body hair is normal. But if there ever comes a time where you want to shave your legs or you want me to wax your mustache, let me know and I will do that. And our daughters are in fourth and fifth grade and they know that there's a razor waiting for them in the medicine closet and neither of them have shown interest yet. And ever so often I'm like, hey, just a reminder, let me know when you want to shave your legs um, if you ever want to because whenever that's re- whenever you're ready for that, cool, I'm on board. It's like such a simple thing that could save kids years of bullying. My friend replied to my story when I was talking about this today and she's like, yeah, my like the kids in my class called me monkey for three years. I'm like, that is crazy. So that's, I, I agree with you 1000%. And obviously boys are a little bit different because it, hair, body hair is accepted. Yeah. But as a former like stupid ass boy, oh, I, 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 that's why from day one, I'm like, listen, when it comes to things like this, you, you're taking the lead, but I, I don't have any problems with whatever direction you're going to yeah. go. I would hope that this is when Brooklyn and Harlem were young, like hope that whatever decision we make, it's one that they want to do, but also in the best interest of them. Yeah. Um, because I was a stupid boy. Like, Dan, you already got more arm hair than me. Like, and even with my sisters, I remember them like wanting to shave and no, no, no. Um, it was almost seen as like, a. it was almost seen as like a sexual thing, which is so crazy how like any grooming that's, of a child could be seen as sexual. Well, even like with me, I remember uh, there was a period where like the really thin, skinny eyebrows, mm-hmm. the, the pretty boy era. Yeah. When when guys were doing their eyebrows so pretty and shit, I wanted to do that. But it was like, hey, you, you, you cannot touch. So I tried to like shape up my eyebrow. I think it was like in fourth or, fourth or fifth grade. I tried to shape up my eyebrows. I get rid of the, the, the Lucy's. And I, the razor like slipped and I had a dash in my eyebrow and I was like, fuck, I'm going to get. Yeah, whatever. You were probably trying to put a little slit up in no, there. No, I wasn't. That was, the slit wasn't cooled in. <laughs> but I was trying to clean him up because my boy X, like his mom let him shape his shit up. So I was like, why, why can't I shape my shit up? But he had like an actual grooming kit. I was just going in with the, with the razor. Oof. And so it slipped and it like a little piece of hair missing. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to get in trouble. So my dumb ass, I cut from that point. The middle of my eyebrow to the end, I cut it off. I was like, That's, just my mom's not gonna notice. Off. So I, I had sixty percent of my eyebrow on one side, and I was like, Well, fuck. And now my mom's really gonna notice. So I cut the other eyebrow the exact oh same way. God. <laughs> I think there's one picture that exists because you know we didn't have cell phones, we had digital camera of my eyebrows, bro. I got my ass beat. My mom was like, You're not hanging out with that kid with Xavier anymore. Like, and I was like, Mom, I did this in your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but you know even even things like that like i i wanted to shape my to to i knew i couldn't go thin eyebrows mm-hmm. but i was like let me just clean it up a little bit and it was not allowed and i don't i, I don't know was that a cultural thing because you're white i'm brown but I was that a religious like thing it's a religious thing because it was the same thing for like most things like i wasn't allowed to wear makeup until i was 13 years old well actually it was until i was 16 that was the rule like my whole life like oh you can wear makeup when you're 16 and then on my 13th birthday my dad 
took me to Walgreens and bought me makeup in a shade that was way too dark for me and some mascara and all that stuff. And my mom was pissed. And that's how it was in my house. Yeah. And now, now Bronx will come out of her room fucking full lipstick. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like wearing lipstick. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's just go so crazy. We like, literally got in the car to go to dinner tonight and she had a face of makeup on. I was like, girl, where did you do that? She's like, your bathroom. I'm like, Bronx. But also, supposed to one, ask. one thing I do, I do love about present day is body hair is becoming more acceptable. Yes. And listen, do I want you out here with the armpit hairs just as long as me? No. But for other people, I'm so happy that if one of our kids decides to go that route, it's not going to be the craziest thing ever. Like it's becoming more acceptable. And I just, especially for our daughters, that makes me happy because like you said, Brooklyn and Harlem, they're 11, 10, or are they 11, 10 or 10, 9? They're 10 and 10, nine. 9. Damn. I'm jumping the year. We're aging them. They don't, they don't want that. But I remember in fourth, fifth grade saying dumb shit. Yeah. And other people saying dumb shit about, so I'm just like, all right, something, something has shifted to yeah. where, Arm hair, little lip hair is not the focus of anything. Yeah. So I just, mean, I think it can't. I think there's still like crazy bullying going on with that stuff for sure. Because I talked to so many women today that have experienced it with their kids in school. No, I'm not saying that day. it's just gone. Yeah. It's just not. And I, I just think it's so important to do both. Like accept how your body is or like, you know, normalize it. But also if you're uncomfortable with something, change it. As long as it's not hurting anyone, who cares? Right. Who cares? And you're going to like make your kids get bullied for three years because of something that's so little and dumb and not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. You can save them years of bullying. Just hand them a razor. Teach them how to do it. It's safer for you to teach them than for them to sneak it and hide it and, and then get cut hurt. their eyebrows off. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyways. I'm glad we agree. Hope everyone has a great weekend because this comes out Friday, right? Yep. I don't even remember anything. Your His brain is like not working the best this week he's very tired actually it's just today well i had to wake up at six o'clock today (laughs) (laughs) anthony do you guys want to know a fun fact we can just end the episode with some tea Uh, go ahead anthony last night well first of all our sexual life has just been great lately i'll just say that (laughs) shout out ken kendall's libido pills (laughs) so it's been great like in every night sometimes three times a day type thing (laughs) last night I went to the bathroom and I was like, I'm just going to stay in here as long. Wait, no, no. I'll tell the whole story. Okay, tell the like, whole story. I, I was like, I'm just going to stay in here as long as I can so that hopefully Anthony falls asleep in bed so that he won't try to have sex with me. Anthony goes to bed and goes, I'm going to fall asleep as fast as I can before Bethany gets out of the bathroom so she won't try to have no, sex with me. No, that's not what I wanted. So oh. yesterday, the Cowboys played. Bethany just fell out of her chair. <laughs> Shut up. Yesterday, the, the Cowboys played Monday Night Football. I hate the Cowboys, but... My brother, he is a Cowboys fan. So he, he's like, hey, bro, let's go watch the game. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't really want to go do anything. Like, mm-hmm. you guys, you and your family come over. So we had my brothers over. We watched the football game. And the game ended. And I'm like, babe, I'm kind of tired. And she's like, you don't want to watch Beckham? And I was like. <laughs> and that's when I found out there was only four episodes. And I was like, I, was I don't really know. Like, I'm tired. And I was like, you know, maybe if it's worth it to stay up late. And she was like, I don't know. It, it might be. And I was like. Oh, okay. You know, because the the vibes are a little different. And then we watched the episode. We watched the last episode. Watched the the last, fourth. And they're an hour long. So an hour later, the episode ends. She's like, there's no more. I'm like, yeah, that's it, babe. I ran to bed and I was like, listen, an hour ago, I felt much different than I do now. So I was like, I'm going to sleep. Bethany was in there, you know, taking a little dookie, big dookies. Because every night you're I in there. I wasn't even pooping. 
I was literally just sitting there playing a two dots on my phone so that way you would fall asleep. <laughs> so we were both like... Yeah, avoiding each other. <laughs> because if we were both in bed and awake, we probably would have <laughs> fucked. <laughs> but anyways, Beth is going to California this week, so she's going to go watch a live podcast. Yeah, she'll let I'm going to get know. all the tea. Let us know how that goes. Yeah, I will. Anyways, we will see you guys next week. Have the best weekend and peace. Peace. <laughs> I stole it. <laughs>